and welcome to another episode of the Average Joe Football Show. I'm your host, Joe Fair. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Patrick Jane's wow. favorite football Pat- podcast. Nice. Is that how you do it? No, that's perfect, man. I gave you your shot and you and you knocked it out of the park. You were gonna say I blew it. No, no, absolutely not. I I, <laughs> I threw you a fastball and you and you and you hit a grand slam. Nice. I not- love it. Patrick Jane, I love that. The mentalist. We were just, yeah, we were watching The Mentalist actually before you got here. Love that. Love that. And like just as you arrived, we were watching it, and we just started season two now. Nice. That's. Oh, I love that show. If you get, if you guys have not li- listened to The Mental, or sorry, watch The Mentalist, you can listen to it as well. <laughs> it's really visually impressive. Yeah, no, it's for everybody. Uh, great show. One of my all-time favorite shows. Amazing. This, by the way, this show is the average Joe football show. Uh, thank you guys so much for tuning in. I'm just going to do the intro again. Yeah, that's uh, fine. This is a show where we talk a little football. Uh, we talk a little uh, mentalist. Uh, whatever. I'm I'm a, I'm a guy. I'm a Joe. I know stuff about football. This other Joe, uh, not maybe as much, but he, he brings something to the table for sure. I'm joined, obviously, by my illustrious producer, Joe Thiessen. How's it going, Joe? Real good. I'm super tired. Yeah, we um, Joe and I and a bunch of other people helped our good friend Joel, who's been on the podcast a few times. Yeah, uh, he was moving. He's moving. He's buying a farm. He's becoming a farmer. Yeah, farm boy. So uh, we helped him move today. Yeah. So it was a busy day. Uh, it's, it's beautiful outside. Summer's upon us. It's like spring. Ugh, spring, spring is upon us. Spring has sprung. Yeah, but it feels like summer. It was warm outside today. Uh, helped Joel move. Uh, I did some engage, uh, not engagement pictures. What? That would happen a while ago. <laughs> um, what is it called? Maternity pictures. Yeah. Did some maternity pictures. And most importantly, got my first mow of the season done. Dude, your first mow? First mow, man. No way. I yeah. can't wait to have mine. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's a big deal, man. I love I mowing, the, mowing the lawn. And as, as, as a growing adult, uh, there's nothing better than that fresh, fresh cut grass. You know what I'm saying? <sighs> Just standing in my backyard, hands on my hips. I can I can see it. I can visualize this. <laughs> you just really take it all in. The look on your face. I I'm so proud of your 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 cut grass. No, yeah, and it's it, it looks great now. We had oh, and it got to the it got to the perfect length. I think like it was just nice and long. <laughs> okay. So it was just like you get oh you could, it's just you don't understand. You don't really mow the grass that much. No. But mowing the grass is one of my favorite favorite hobbies um and everyone needs a hobby yeah during the summer i almost mow it too often sometimes i can't even tell where i've mowed because it's still kind of short but today (laughs) it was nice and long and there are some areas where my my lawnmower would just bog down and that's how you know it's like this is a good time oh i've done that yeah i've had to do when i at my old job that i worked at i um i did a lot of just odd jobs yeah and there was this one time they had grass like it was like this tall and like just great like, for an audio podcast. Yeah. It was like this guys, at least this tall guys. If you're listening, it was this tall. No, it was probably like over a foot over over a foot, like grass and weeds. And he Goodness. just he, he handed me the mm-hmm. the push mower. He's like, Yeah, just do it. And I, I went in for it and just <laughs> and I had to what I had to do was like lift the lawnmower up and kind of like go at it at an angle. Like start high oh, and yeah. out me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, you have to kind of come down. Kind of cut it. down. Yeah. Come down on it like that and not just mow right over. Otherwise it would just get real tangled. You gotta get creative with it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I love that. Yeah, we but, got we got a a lawnmower with our house when we moved in like two and a half years ago. Um old lawnmower, not like a new one. Man, I love that thing. That thing is old reliable. It's been sitting it's just sitting in the shed for months and it just fires up. 
Uh, we, <laughs> I just, I would love to just talk the rest of the show just about mowing the lawn. I'm down. Uh, I'm not okay. Uh, well, we got a we got a good jam packed show for you guys today. We have a new segment we're trying out at the end of the end of the show. So stay tuned for the end of the show. A little non football related segment for those of you that that enjoy that aspect of the show. Uh, we we're gonna get into a little bit of news. We have one kind of news item I want to cover, uh, and then I'm gonna rank my the quarterbacks in this draft class uh, obviously that's that's the the biggest position in in the sport that's always the biggest position in uh the draft that's what everybody wants to focus on that's what i want to focus on i did a uh, watch some film uh did some research i'm going to rank my f- top five quarterbacks in this draft class so stay tuned for that an exciting show for you guys today i guess since we're uh, uh joe doesn't really want to talk about mowing um, the, mowing the gr- sorry who do you think would win in a fight, uh, Jake Paul or Casey Neistat? <laughs> I don't know that much about Casey Neistat. Well, I don't know that much about either. Is Casey, is Casey Neistat like pretty, pretty jacked? I asked you the question. Okay, well, I don't. <laughs> I need more. It, uh, uh, probably Jake Paul. Who's okay. what? Which one's Jake? All right, we're gonna move on to the news now. <laughs> okay. Um, that was, thanks, Joe. You right. didn't want to talk about grass, so you talked about this stupid question. Thanks, okay. appreciate that. Why don't we hit the news? Yeah, let's jump into the news. Just one little bit of news before we jump into the top five quarterback rankings in this draft class. Uh, It's kind of a slow period right now in between free agency and the draft. This is kind of when things slow down right before they get really crazy uh, as the draft comes up. The only bit of news we have to talk is draft related. And it came out this week, the Atlanta Falcons, who currently sit at the number four spot. We talked a lot about the number four spot in the draft. We talked about the entire top 10 of the draft on last week's episode. So make sure you guys check that out. I think there's a ton of things that are still have yet to happen that are going to happen. I think it's going to be a chaotic time there in the top 10. Uh, But speaking of the top 10, the Atlanta Falcons are reportedly interested in moving out uh, out of the top five, out of the four spot. Uh, trading down they've had uh, reportedly teams calling them uh, trying to trade up Uh, this is uh, this is expected I'm not surprised I was talking about last week how either I expect uh, the Atlanta Falcons to to draft a quarterback with that fourth spot or uh, I think it would be smart to move out of the fourth spot there's been some rumors about them maybe taking Kyle Pitts the tight end that would be you know a smart decision he's Many people have him ranked as like the best or second best prospect in in this draft, and him alongside Julio Jones, Calvin Ridley, uh, with Matt Ryan thrown to him, that would be that would be scary. Uh, but I, if I if I had to guess, I would think that they're they're either going to trade out of this pick or they're gonna they're gonna take a quarterback. And there there was also rumors this week that Arthur Smith, the new head coach there um, in in Atlanta, he feels like the right thing to do is to. Uh, stick with Matt Ryan for he says it says uh, he thinks that he there, Matt Ryan could have a a couple good years left in the tank, which makes sense. Matt Ryan's not that old. I think he's in his mid thirties. Quarterbacks are now playing um, into their forties, so it's it's not it's not crazy to think that Matt Ryan has a few more years left. But the the uh, the general manager there in in Atlanta, Terry Fontenot, apparently they were kind of having a little miscommunication. Because Terry Fontenot wants to go get a quarterback. Uh, many rumors that that quarterback is Trey Lance. That's the guy that they like. That's the guy that they're keying in on. 
Arthur Smith wants Matt Ryan. So there's that that little pushback there. There was also rumors that they've that they're now um they're they're in agreement on what they're going to do with the number 4 pick or what they're going to do in the draft. Who knows uh with with any of this. All of this is just speculation. Uh, but there's also been a ton of speculation about who could potentially trade up for that number four spot. We had Michael Lombardi going on a podcast and basically saying that the Washington football team um, could m- unload all of their picks to move up and draft Trey Lance at that number four spot. Um, he said very confidently, he said, I, 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 I know they love Trey Lance. I know they Washington loves Trey Lance. He said, I don't think I know. So he's he's fairly confident. And Michael Lombardi uh, say what you want about him. He is a guy who is plugged in uh, in the league. He's got a lot of friends in the league. Um, I think Washington is an obvious uh, team to potentially trade up that number four spot. I think Denver also makes sense. Uh, maybe Detroit. Who knows? You know they do have Jared Goff there. I, d- there's a ton of teams there in that kind of five to eight range, five to two to ten range that could definitely make sense and then there's teams just outside of the top 10 teams like minnesota who i talked about a uh, new england maybe they trade up uh there's a ton of things i think yet to happen uh who knows maybe atlanta just sticks in that spot takes a quarterback or maybe they take kyle pitts but it's definitely an interesting thing um to keep an eye on but that kind of is the only little bit of news i really want to, there's a bunch of other like little news uh, nothing really worth diving too deep into so without further ado, I think we're just going to jump into my top five uh, quarterback rankings in the 2020 NFL Draft. The great Don Shula once said, sure, luck means a lot in football. Not having a quarterback is bad luck. Uh, and, and I think there's a lot of teams uh, in the NFL Draft uh, that are trying to change their luck, trying to get a little bit lucky uh, in this year's draft. There's, there's this year more than other, more than ever. Uh, there's, there's many potential quarterbacks that could go uh, in the in the first couple rounds, especially in the in the first round. There's really consensus is five quarterbacks are going to go in the first round of the 2020 NFL draft, and a lot of people have their opinions on on who the who the top quarterback is, I mean, most people think it's obviously the same guy. We'll get into it. Um, but everybody has their opinions. And the quarterback is such a difficult uh, position to scout, as is every position. Uh, scouting uh, players in the NFL draft is hard. That's why teams fail over and over. That's why that's why players bust. It's, it's hard to translate. Uh, what you see on tape in college to what you're going to see in the NFL. It's hard to translate personality of a player uh, in college to to what they're going to be in the NFL. And and we forget this every year. Every year. Uh, we talk about the quarterbacks. The quarterbacks are always the most important uh, aspect of every draft, seemingly. There's, there's the occasional draft where there's not a whole lot of quarterback prospects. Um, but all the attention is always on uh, the quarterbacks, and we forget how hard it is to actually draft a franchise-changing quarterback. I was listening to a podcast this week, and they're ranking um, the top ten quarterbacks, or I think it was the top fifteen quarterbacks taken uh, in the top ten, um, in the top five rather of of the NFL draft. And in some of the names on there, it's like 
there's so there's a lot more busts than there are really good players. I think number one uh, on that list was Cam Newton, uh, and and that's crazy to think. Not that Cam Newton's not a great player; he's had some great moments, but it's so hard to to draft a quarterback, have him completely change uh, the the franchise, and and a lot of these quarterbacks are going to bad teams, so you're not going to see. Uh, some of these quarterbacks go to teams where they're they're playoff ready uh, here at the top of the draft. There's a reason these guys are at these teams are at the top of the draft, and I think situation matters so much for quarterbacks. And and we forget every year that there's going to be quarterbacks in this draft that are going to bust. And as much as I love all these quarterbacks, there, there's there's the top five quarterbacks in the draft. I'm really high on all of them, really. Uh, some more than others, but I, I I really love the quarterback crop this year, and it's it's almost frustrating it's almost sad to think that uh there's a good chance over half of these guys will not turn into uh franchise caliber quarterbacks will not turn into elite quarterbacks uh some of them are going to be uh good some of them are going to be probably terrible and and who knows maybe one or two of them turn into that franchise uh game-changing quarterback that these franchises are looking for like i talked about uh, earlier, there's five quarterbacks really that are um, projected to go in this first round. Who knows? Maybe a sixth goes later in, in the first round, but and there's a good chance that all five of these quarterbacks go here with the in the top ten. Not only in the first round, but there's a really good chance they go in the top ten um, of the NFL draft. We already know quarterbacks going to go one to to Jacksonville. We know a quarterback's going to go two. To, New, to the New York Jets, and we know a quarterback is going to go three uh, to the San Francisco 49ers. Um, so we already know for sure three quarterbacks are gone. There's a good chance a fourth quarterback goes there with the number four pick. And then after that, uh, there's a pretty good chance another quarterback gets taken there uh, in the top five. So the, the big names, obviously, at the in the draft, uh, Trevor Lawrence, uh, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones, Justin Fields. I'm gonna. Those are in no order right now. I'm I'm gonna rank them, and instead of going from five to one like you normally would, I'm gonna start with my number one quarterback, uh, and we're just gonna kind of get to know these guys. Get to know for those of you that maybe don't know too much about who these guys are. We're gonna take a a, a dive into what they do well, uh, who they compare to in the NFL, and maybe also an ideal. Uh, spot an ideal team I'd love to see them go to so my number one quarterback uh, in the 2020 NFL draft it's really no surprise Uh, this is the consensus number one for most people some people uh, have it a little bit different um, like to like to be a little different but to me Trevor Lawrence the quarterback out of Clemson six foot six 213 pounds um, is my number one quarterback uh, in the 2020 NFL draft uh, really no shock there. He's been the number one quarterback essentially since uh, his his freshman season when he won the national championship. Everybody knew when Trevor Lawrence gets the chance to enter the NFL draft, he's going to be the number one pick. He's going to be the number one quarterback. And he's a guy, he just, he looks like he was born to play quarterback. I mean, if you if you were making a movie and you were casting a guy to play the lead role of 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 the hero quarterback trevor lawrence is the guy you you cast for this he's got the long hair uh he looks like um sunshine from from i think remember the titans that's what they always say he's got the long hair um he's just tall 
he you know he looks the part of a quarterback and 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 he I think he's the best most talented quarterback in almost every category in in this year's draft and some people have said Zach Wilson uh, uh, is their number one quarterback to me though Trevor Lawrence if we go through his strengths uh, he's got a he's got an absolute cannon for an arm uh, which is pretty good at the quarterback position he processes really well he's been playing quarterback just, just for so long uh, and he's been a highly touted prospect for such a long time uh, I have in brackets born for this I mean he was he was born to play quarterback if there was ever a person that was born to play quarterback in the NFL it would be Trevor Lawrence uh, he's sneakily athletic which basically means he's white and he's athletic um, he's got tremendous pocket presence great footwork Overall, he's the whole package. I mean, uh, a lot of people are talking about him potentially being the best prospect that we've seen since uh, Andrew Luck, since Peyton Manning. He's one of those guys. He's he's a once-in-a-generation type of quarterback. And it didn't always show in the film. I think he struggled a little bit, especially this last year. Um, but, you know, how much can you make uh, out of this last college season? It was, it was such a weird season with COVID and everything. Uh, and not having a season, then and then having a season. How much stock can you really put into a lot of the tape this year? But even even with all that, I thought he played well um, at times this year. And if you want to talk weaknesses, um, there's not there's not a whole lot to talk about. Like I said, this guy is a once in a generational uh, type of quarterback. Um, you can one of the weaknesses I have just watching tape and I watch a lot of tape on these guys this week uh, and in, in the last few months obviously uh, one of the biggest weaknesses for me and this is not even on him it's the offense that he played in I, I it's so frustrating there's there's a couple of games where it seems like every single pass they throw in this offense is a screen pass it's like what it's just it's it gets irritating to watch after a while it's just a screen pass screen pass screen pass and it's like this is not at all uh you know showcasing your generational quarterback throwing these screen passes that's kind of one weakness too many screen passes he, he led the league or led the ncaa in screen passes I, I don't want to see that i want to see him using his arm i want to see him utilizing all that all that talent and another weakness um his accuracy once in a while he can struggle with uh when he's pressured uh, in certain situations he can be a little inaccurate um, but you hope that that's something that you could you could work with. You you know you you give him a good offensive line. You give him protection. I think quarterback coaches can kind of work to, to to get that accuracy better. And even then, it's he's he's very accurate. It's just once in a while that that's kind of a weakness for him. Uh, and if I had to compare him to a pro quarterback, most of these guys I try to compare to guys that are in the league right now. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, I don't. I it's hard to find a comparison for him. To me. Um, I compared him uh, to, and this is a guy that's not in the league anymore, uh, my all-time favorite quarterback, uh, Peyton Manning. And I know what you're thinking, Peyton Manning. Uh, he uh, is, one, he's an all-time great. That's that's high praise. Uh, and two, Peyton Manning was not an athlete like Trevor Lawrence is. I, I, I'm going to say Trevor Lawrence is a more athletic Peyton Manning. Uh, I think he is a better athlete, although Peyton Manning wasn't a terrible athlete uh, coming out of Tennessee when he did um, in 99, I believe. Uh, but I, my comparison for Trevor Lawrence is is a more athletic Peyton Manning, which is scary when you think about it. But he's he's that once in a generation type of player. He can do it all for you. Uh, he's the guy. If there's any quarterback in this 
draft class that can lift an organization, I think it's Trevor Lawrence. I think he can he can change things uh, up in a hurry. And uh, if you just watching him, he just reminds me of Peyton Manning. The way he drops back, the way he stands in the pocket, uh, the way he throws. So just it just to me it it just looks like Peyton Manning. Uh, and then you add to that the, the running ability that he has, uh, and it's just uh, to me, I, I, you don't, you never want to say can't miss prospect, but I think Trevor Lawrence has all the makings of a tremendous NFL quarterback. And then we talk about best fit. Where's the best fit for Trevor Lawrence? And I don't even really want to get into any other teams than Jacksonville. Uh, I, I think Trevor Lawrence is the type of quarterback that can fit anywhere. Uh, I don't know if there's an offense in the NFL that you you would you would not want to put Trevor Lawrence in. So I'm just going to say his best fit is Jacksonville because that's where he's going to go. There's no need to speculate about him going anywhere else. Uh, so for me, Trevor Lawrence is my number one quarterback in the draft class. Uh, best ideal fit, Jacksonville. Pro comparison, I, com- I compare him to a more athletic uh, Peyton Manning. And then on to my number two quarterback in this draft class, and it's uh, Zach Wilson, the quarterback out of BYU. Um, he's 6'2", 214, uh, a guy who really bursted onto the scene this last year. He was actually in a, in a quarterback comp- competition there at BYU before the season, so he wasn't even the starter at the beginning of the season. Uh, just exploded onto the scene this la- last year, had a, had a tremendous season, uh, playing against maybe subpar talent. Uh, and, and what is there to say about Zach Wilson? If you don't know who Zach Wilson is... Um, he he's, he's he's got a special arm, a really really special special arm. Uh, he's also uh, got a ton of swagger. Um, it, you know he's he's a guy who he's fun to watch, and I think he's he's just a cool guy to root for. And uh, as as a Dolphins fan, I kind of am am worried that well, I I think that he will go to New York. He'll go to the Jets, and it's kind of a bummer because I I like Zach Wilson. He he, he is. He's he's close to my favorite quarterback in this. I, I, obviously, Trevor Lawrence is my favorite, but uh, I don't think Zach Wilson is too far off. I really like Zach Wilson. He's got a, a special arm. I think he's fun to watch. He's got an incredible deep ball. You talk talk about his strengths. Um, he's got an uncanny ability to throw off off platform. We saw this at his pro day. Uh, he's got that kind of Mahomesian vibe to him. I'm not going to compare him to Mahomes. Some people want to go that far. I don't want to go that far. Uh, to me, that's, you know, we, that's a lot of pressure. I mean, I did just compare a guy to, to Peyton Manning, uh, but we're not going to go quite that far yet uh, with with Zach Wilson. But he's got those kind of throws where he's off platform. He's got like a foot in the air. He's 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 backpedaling. He can make those throws. His his arm is extremely ex- special. Uh, other other strength that he has, uh, he's he's got a really nice wide base. I love watching him just stand in the pocket. He's got that wide base. Uh, he's light on his feet. I, I love the way he looks just standing in the pocket. Um, and and another strength, uh, he's incredibly accurate, uh, especially down the field. Deep down the field, I think he was one of one of if not the best quarterback in the in the NCAA this last season with deep field accuracy, d- deep down the field. And he loves to chuck it down the field. He's got a, he's got a quick release. He's got a cannon for an arm. Um, and and he, if you watch his film, he's constantly throwing the ball down the field. And you know he wasn't playing against tremendous talent, and that's kind of getting into his weaknesses. Uh, he hasn't played against top caliber top caliber talent. Um, he uh, he never really faced much pressure. His offensive line was was good. Uh, he he didn't he didn't really have that situation. Um, another thing I noticed on some of his deep balls, well, I talked about how accurate he is. 
just completion percentage wise sometimes it felt like he left the throws hanging a little bit in the air uh, i don't know it's just and I, I don't know how much to put into that that's just just watching the tape i noticed a few times where it would just hang there it would it wouldn't quite make it to 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 the receiver but i guess if you throw a ton of deep balls eventually that's going to happen because he, he throws about ball down the field a ton and that's that's what i like about him is he's, he's not afraid to to take a shot and you're it, you know obviously you, you got to be worried a little bit about the talent that he's playing with he he he's not playing against top talent top caliber uh teams he played especially as last year he didn't have really a whole lot of i mean you a lot of the teams that he played against you probably couldn't even you you wouldn't even recognize uh and that's definitely something that that is is a problem is maybe not a problem but it, it's it's a concern um but overall um we've seen quarterbacks come out of situations where not they're not playing in in a power five conference and we've seen them succeed there's 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 been people like that before and we'll talk about another quarterback uh who who's in the same situation uh but you you can't just throw that to the side that's definitely a factor uh but then we move over to the pro comparison for zach wilson who do i compare him to and to me just watching him he reminds me a lot of baker mayfield and I, I said he was Baker Mayfield, but with a better arm. I think he's got a stronger arm than Baker Mayfield. I think he can throw it further. I think he can throw it harder. Um, but he just, just the way he stands in the pocket, the way he throws, his accuracy. I think, I think he reminds me a lot of Baker Mayfield. Uh, and then ideal fit. Uh, I think he'll go to the Jets. I already talked about that. Um, obviously, for me, that's not my ideal fit. I don't want to see him on the Jets because I really like him. Uh, and I, you know, I try, you know, I try to be, I try not to be biased on the podcast, but you know, the Jets aren't my favorite team. Uh, I would love to see him go to a team like Carolina though, where they have like those D, uh, those down the field weapons, Robbie Anderson, DJ Moore. I think that'd be fun to go to a team where there's, there's a ton of down the field, like guys who can stretch the field. He's just launching deep balls. That would be something I think would be a good fit for him as I drop my pencil on the ground. Idiot. Sorry, Joe. That's embarrassing. Like, I don't know. Uh, Zach Wilson, uh, really good quarterback. Uh, like I said, he's got a, uh, a cannon arm. Uh, he's, he's a little athletic. Um, he's, he's just got a little swagger to him. I, I, like, I like that about him. I compared him to a Baker Mayfield with a better arm. And I'd love to see him in a team where he could really, really stretch the ball down the field. And then we move on to the number three quarterback in the 2020 NFL draft, according to me, and this is where things get a little interesting. I think a lot of people kind of have it going chalk. Uh, they're one and two with, with, with uh, Trevor Lawrence and, and Zach Wilson. Um, and then from three to five is kind of where it varies for a lot of people. Uh, for me, my number three quarterback in this draft class is Justin Fields. Uh, and it's, I like him. I just like him better than, than the other two. And it's really not all that close. Uh, and Justin Fields is a guy who um, he had a ton of hype coming into into college. He was a highly recruited prospect. Uh, him and Trevor Lawrence have always kind of been that one-two. Uh, Trevor Lawrence being one, Justin Fields being a, a close two right behind him. Really all throughout high school recruiting, throughout college. They played uh, in the college football playoffs this last year. Trevor, uh, Trevor Lawrence lost to Justin Fields. I love what Justin Fields brings to the table. Uh, and, and, and I... Th- Justin Fields, we've we've seen his name be dragged through the mud a ton on Twitter, and, and we see this every year in the draft. Uh, I don't. A lot of the times, it's just teams they want a player to drop, so they say something negative, even if they don't believe that they'll say something negative about a player, uh, and then he just he just slides down the board 
to them. Well, that's what they're hoping for. I don't know if it ever really works. But to me, Justin Fields, uh, I love what he brings to the table. He's an athletic freak. I mean, if you watch his pro day, he's 6'3", 230, just a huge dude. Um, he ran a 4'4", 40, which is insane at at 6'3". Yeah. I could probably run a 440. No, a 4? Four? 4.940. 4. 4.9? I doubt it, man. Now that the weather's getting all nice and stuff, we have to do a couple of these. Like, we're going to do a kickoff. Yeah, we're going to have to... We, we, I, I'm so scared to run a 40. I just don't want to... I don't want to let myself down, man. Like if, to, yeah. If all of a sudden I ran like a 5.3, I would, I would be so sad. <laughs> like, I know, but... It's it's hard to tell how fast you run. Four four is insane for a guy who's six three, two hundred and thirty pounds. Four point four forty yards in four point four seconds. Four point four seconds. The record, all time record, is four point oh this is like the NFL record, four point two two. By who? John Ross. Wow. Yeah. And he didn't has done nothing in the NFL. <laughs> okay. So he's yeah. Uh Justin Fields, we're hoping he does something in the NFL. Another thing I love about Justin Fields, he's deadly accurate. Uh, and he's another guy. He's just he's built to play quarterback. He's like I said, six three, two thirty, uh, athletic freak. Um, his strength, accuracy. I think he's he's really accurate. And that's that's a, something that when when you think of um, Justin Fields, you just think athletic running quarterback. Uh, you don't think accuracy. I think a lot of people forget just how accurate he was. He's one of the most accurate quarterbacks in college football uh, throughout his career. Uh, I think he throws a, a beautiful deep ball as well. Some of his his down the field throws, uh, just with incredible accuracy, and obviously we talked about his athleticism, that four four speed, and he's just a tank. I mean, at two thirty, he can run guys over. Um, another thing I love about him, toughness, toughness, and winning big games. This guy wins big games. Uh, Ohio State's constantly in the college football playoff. Uh, we saw what he did. Uh, against Clemson, and that's one of the uh, the big knocks against him is is lack of toughness uh, and lack of love of football. And to me, if if I don't know, I don't know Justin Fields. I don't know the guy behind. Like I don't know what kind of a person he is. But if if you want to question his toughness, you just got to go and turn on the tape uh, against Clemson in the college football playoffs. The guy took a huge shot, an illegal hit, uh, a huge shot. Came back and. And then threw four touchdowns after that, and just just torch uh, the Clemson the Clemson Tigers, who was the best team in in college football. Uh, he wins big games. His toughness you can't not you can't not love football if you do something like that. And, and he, uh, we had uh, his his coach there at Ohio State, Ryan Day, saying for the national championship uh, the the next week after that, he was not sure that Justin Fields was ready to play in that game, but he came out. He played. Uh, that and and when it came to at the beginning of the season, the Big Ten wasn't gonna play uh, wasn't gonna play football, and he was one of the the leaders uh, saying that he wanted to uh, start a petition to uh, to what's going on? What was that? I think it's my neighbors. Are they screaming? I know somebody was screaming. That's so why we have to just stop the podcast there for a second. Uh, but trying to find my place back. Uh, Justin Fields, uh, you, you can talk about weaknesses, processing speed. Some people think he doesn't he doesn't process the field uh, fast enough. He, he can't go through his reads quick enough. Um, he had a ton of receivers open. That's another thing kind of similar to, to uh, something that 
maybe Trevor Lawrence deals with where everything around him is so good. And we'll talk about another, another quarterback coming up that has that same problem. Everything around him is so good. How can you tell if he's really good? Um, and then he had a couple games against Indiana and Northwestern. Northwestern, I remember watching that game. Uh, excited to watch Justin Fields. Played terrible. He did not play well uh, against Northwestern in the Big Ten Championship game. Didn't play well against Indiana. And my pro comparison for uh, Justin Fields is, is Cam Newton. A, a little bit of a smaller Cam Newton. He's 6'3". Uh, I think Cam Newton's like 6'6". But to me, um, Justin Fields could easily be the best quarterback in this draft club. I, I would not be stunned if this is the quarterback that we, that we all look back uh, five years from now, we say, oh man, I cannot believe teams passed on Justin Fields, especially if he slides in this draft and he goes to a, a team that has good talent around him. Um, I would not be surprised if this is the one that people are kicking themselves. I can't believe we passed on Justin Fields. And and people want to talk about him not being able to process fast enough. Uh, and if that's a big issue, just make the offense easier. If, the, if Even if that, I don't even know if that's that's true, if, the, if that's the case. But if that is the case, Cam Newton, when he first got in the NFL, uh, that was a knock that he had. They they just made the offense easy for him. They they made, they made gave him uh, pretty much one read, one thing to look at. And they said, here, look at this. Uh, and they dumbed it down. And why can't you do that for Justin Fields? If you have all this talent uh, and, and you know he, he struggles to read the field, why not just make it easier for him? And then maybe he'll eventually develop and, and, and improve that part of his game. Uh, and that's why I'd love to see, to see him go to a team. Uh, my ideal fit for him would be the Jets or the 49ers. And I think there's a real possibility he can go to one of these teams. Um, people keep talking about Kyle Shanahan, how he makes the offense easier for quarterbacks. Well... Here we go. Here's this athletic freak who's got incredible accuracy. Why not put him in an offense that's going to make it easier for him? I think that could be explosive. That could be so great uh, if if Justin Fields ends up in an offense like that. Uh, so Justin Fields, my number three quarterback uh, in the 2020 NFL draft. And then on to the final two quarterbacks. And this one, it was borderline a, a coin toss for me, the, these last two. Uh, I came really close to switching these around. Uh, but my number four quarterback is Trey Lance, the quarterback out of North Dakota State, uh, 6'4", 224, um, just an explosive athlete there at uh, NDSU. Um, what is there to talk about when we talk about Trey Lance? Uh, elite, elite level athleticism. This guy is is an athletic uh, freak. Um, he's he's a guy who, who has put up incredible numbers. Uh, he didn't play last year. Uh, because there really wasn't an FCS season, a, a Division II season uh, for Trey Lance. But when he did play, he had 42 touchdowns in 2019 to zero interceptions. 42 total touchdowns to zero interceptions. That is insane. The, like the, that, that is almost impossible to to go an entire season without throwing in an interception. And that's the kind of kind of player that he is. Uh, he he. Uh, you want to talk about strengths? Uh, what what are some of the strengths that he has? He's another guy with a cannon for an arm. Watch his pro day. Watch the way that the ball zips from his hand. Uh, he's 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 a guy who, when he gets out of the pocket, when he's got to run, he runs like a fullback. He runs dudes over. He's not afraid to take contact. Which maybe in the NFL, when guys are bigger and faster, you you tell him, hey, maybe don't do that because because you don't want him to get hurt. Um, he doesn't turn the ball over like we talked about, and he attacks the ball downfield. He's constantly throwing down the field, kind of like a Zach Wilson. 
Um, this is a guy who's just, he's a raw talent. He's got all the tools. He's got everything you, you want packaged into one quarterback. And it, you just got to find the right spot and hope you can bring out uh, all that talent uh, in him. And then you, you talk about weaknesses. Uh, he has some accuracy issues once in a while and just inexperience. That, that's really the biggest thing for me. Um, he hasn't played a whole lot, a whole lot of college football. Like we talked about, uh, he didn't play last year. He had the one game, a showcase game, didn't play all that well in that game. And even just overall, uh, in his college career, he only averaged 18 pass attempts per game, which is very low. Uh, and, and that kind of concerns me to me. He's a guy who you put in an offense, uh, you kind of let him develop. Uh, whoever drafts him, I want to see him sit on the bench for a year or maybe even two years and just develop. Just just, just take it all in. Learn the NFL game. I think if, if you put him in a situation like that, um, I think that's where he could thrive. Uh, and, and we talk about uh, pro comparison. Who do I compare him to? And this is a little risky, but uh, I struggled. I really struggled to, to find a pro comparison for him. I, I try to just go off what they look like while playing i and to me uh i compared to josh allen uh and, and that's like i said a risky comparison because josh allen obviously has become so great uh, I, I compare him very much to josh allen in the sense that um he has all the tools all the talent i, I don't think his arm is is quite as good as josh allen's but he's got all the tools he's, he's athletic um he's big he's got that huge arm uh, i think like Josh Allen, he could struggle out the gate throwing the ball. Um, if he's asked to start immediately, I think he could struggle. Um, I, but I think his athleticism is gonna is gonna translate to the NFL, and that's something that he'll be able to do immediately if if he needs to in the NFL. If he has to start in the NFL, I could see him uh, using as as athleticism uh, athleticism using his running ability a lot a lot like what Josh Allen did his early years, and he's another guy that. You hope he goes to the right situation so he can develop like Josh Allen has. Josh Allen was not good his first couple of years. So that's why I kind of compare Trey Lance to an early Josh Allen, sort of a, the, the deve- developmental uh, version of Josh Allen. Like, like he's not the completed version yet. You hope that he can get to that version. And then we talk about ideal fit. Where do I want to see Trey Lance go? And I would love to see him end up uh, in Atlanta. Uh, if if they don't move out of that four spot, if they don't take Kyle Pitts, uh, I think that's a, that's a good fit for that offense. Arthur Smith had had athletic quarterback uh, play in in Tennessee with Ryan Tannehill. He loves to do the play action rollouts. I think that's perfect, perfect uh, for a guy like Trey Lance, it, far more athletic than Ryan Tannehill. Uh, I think could uh, has the ability to be a way better quarterback than Ryan Tannehill. Um, and you, you get them on these rollouts, you get them uh, in these RPOs, uh, and, and get them on the move. I think that's when he could thrive. I'd love to see him uh, go to Atlanta and and in another fit potentially. I talked about. I'd love to see Minnesota trade up for a quarterback. That's something I'll be just hammering home every episode. I want to see Minnesota trade up for a quarterback. Love to see him get get Trey Lance. He could sit behind Kirk Cousins for a few years, and then he has all those weapons to throw to. I think that would be so fun. Uh, if, if he would end up in Minnesota. And then moving on to the number five quarterback in the 2020 NFL draft, and it's Mac Jones, uh, the quarterback for Alabama, 6'3", 217. And fun fact about Mac Jones, his middle name is is funny. I, I forgot what it was. I have to look it up. I, I'm sorry. I'm looking it up right now. 
his uh, his full name uh his name is mac jones which is a cool name right yeah that's that's a pretty cool name uh his real name is michael mccorkle jones wait yeah mccorkle that's where mac comes from oh my goodness yeah he should definitely stick to mac but uh he is my number five quarterback uh in in the nfl draft and i I don't want to be too critical i feel like a lot of uh, people have gotten to the point where they they've been quite critical. I was critical of him on on last week's episode, I think, because uh, there's a lot of rumors that the 49ers are coming up to take Mac Jones, uh, and he is for a lot of people the fifth best quarterback in this draft class. To me, he's the fifth best quarterback uh, in this draft class, and it's just because of the upside. I think right now, this second, I think he's a better quarterback than Trey Lance. Uh, I think you, he's c- comparable to to some of the other guys uh if we're just talking where they're at right now i would say mac jones is definitely a better uh quarterback than trey lance but to me the reason that i have him at five is i don't think his ceiling is all that high i I think we've seen guys like him before he doesn't have athleticism like these other guys he doesn't have that that high upside like these other guys um and before we get into into his weaknesses and, and maybe trashing him a little bit, uh, which I, I'm trying not to do, uh, what are some things that he's good at? He's deadly accurate, uh, insanely accurate in the short in the short and intermediate throws. He was the most accurate quarterback uh, in the NCAA in short areas. We're talking 10, 15 yards. That's where he was the most accurate. Um, and he, I think he's a pretty good deep ball passer. Uh, I think. Out of these quarterbacks, these five quarterbacks, if you look at tape, Mac Jones might have some of the, the best-looking throws. He has some absolute dimes. I mean, some of the times, even if you're scouting some of the receivers that that he's throwing to, you'll just notice a, a throw by Mac Jones. You'll say, goodness gracious, that is a beautiful throw. He can have throws like that, especially down the field. He makes throws where uh, they, they, they're really nice-looking uh, dimes. Uh, and I think he's got high fo- football IQ as well. He sees the field very well. He throws with anticipation. Uh, he does really all those things well. He, he's a veteran now. He's been at Alabama for a few years. He waited his turn. Uh, he, he's he's prepared. Uh, and I think that's what, why uh, you're hearing that Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers like him. He's, he's a guy who's just going to... He, he's going to know how to run the offense. He's going to know how to how to go through his reads. He's going to throw with anticipation. Uh, and then we talk about some of his weaknesses. I think he has an average arm. I think he probably has the the worst arm out of all these quarterbacks in this in in this draft class. Sorry, in in these top five quarterbacks. There's definitely other quarterbacks that have a way worse arm than Mac Jones. But out of these quarterbacks, I think his arm is the least impressive. Um, he has essentially zero mobility. And this was something that I thought going into it. I was he ran a four eight or something forty, and I was like, "Oh, that's not that bad." Like there are quarterbacks that have run way worse forties. Like Tom Brady ran a, like a five two, and I was like, "Oh, his athleticism is not that bad." But on tape, he looks so much slower than four eight four. I mean, he is he looks slow, and he has no mobility. Uh, and also, he had a very easy offense, and that's another weakness I think that a lot of people are talking about. It's the same thing. Tua had to go through the same thing last year. Uh, is he? Is he a truck or is he a trailer? Daniel Jeremiah and Bucky Brooks talk about that. Is he a guy who's going to pull the offense or is he going to get pulled by the offense? Uh, and there at Alabama, he's surrounded by five-star recruits. It's hard to tell. It really is hard to tell. 
Uh, and I don't love also how he's he's flat. It seems like he's flat footed in the pocket at all times. Uh, and he tends to drift at times under pressure. He'll drift backwards. And in the NFL, he's not an athletic guy. Everybody else is athletic freaks. I think that could get him in trouble uh, in certain situations. Um, and a lot of people wonder, hey, well, if Tua was so good to you last year, if, if he was such a good prospect, how is it any different with Mac Jones? To me, the, the only one of the main things that separates them is Tua had athleticism. I think Tua is more athletic than Mac Jones. He maybe didn't show it last year because he's coming off that hip injury. I think the, the athleticism thing is a, is a big thing for me. And it was a, a much bigger thing than I thought it was going to be before I went into looking at the tape. To me, I, I thought it was overblown uh, before I really dove into it. I thought, oh, he ran a 4.8. That's not that bad. Uh, but he looks slow. He 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 gives you nothing when it comes to athleticism. And and that's kind of why I have him at number five. I think I think he does a lot of things well. He's very accurate. He throws some, some beautiful deep balls. Uh, he's got a good enough arm. Uh, he processes well. Um, but I just don't, he doesn't have that extra thing. He doesn't have that extra upside that these other guys have. Um, and, and that's that's what I think sets sets him apart. That's why he, to me, that's why I would be shocked. Or not shocked, but I would be disappointed if he goes to San Francisco. Not to say that he won't play well. I think he will play well. Um, if he gets into the right system, I think he'll play well. I just don't think he'll be that generational type quarterback. For me, my pro comparison for him is Nick Foles. And that's maybe a little rude. Uh, but I just think he's a he's the type of guy that if everything is really good around him, he can he can play really well. I don't think he's the type of guy that's gonna excel or is gonna is gonna lift up everybody around him. I think he's a a little more of a product of his surroundings, uh, a little bit more of a trailer than a truck. And my ideal fit for Mac Jones is a team that's already good, a team that is has some things in place. I said the Patriots or the Saints. Now the Patriots weren't good last year, but maybe go to a team that that knows how to develop quarterbacks, knows how to make an offense easy for a quarterback. And I think he could thrive in situations like that. So that kind of wraps up my top five quarterbacks in this class. I have Trevor Lawrence, number one, Zach Wilson, number two, uh, Justin Fields, three, Trey Lance, four, and Mac Jones, five. And it's going to be so interesting to see where these guys go. Uh, I think it, it could be any order, really. After the first two picks, I think it's going to be Lawrence, one, Wilson, two. And after that, who knows? Maybe Mac Jones does go to the 49ers. That seems to be where it's going right now. Uh, but I'm definitely interested to find out. And uh, stay tuned on the podcast. We're going we're gonna to talk draft. Uh, we have two more episodes before the draft. So we're going we're gonna to talk uh, a ton more draft. Um, but yeah, that kind of wraps up that segment. Uh, why don't we move into our brand new segment? All right, we have a brand new uh, segment we're starting. Uh, do we have a name for it, Joe? Not as of now, but let's okay. we'll just call it draft. Uh, oh, shoot. <laughs> draft day, baby. Draft, okay, yeah. And in honor of draft, the NFL draft yeah. coming up in a few weeks, we're going we're gonna to start a new segment. Maybe we'll do it every week. Who knows? Uh, where we draft different things. Uh, this idea came to us on a lunch break at work. We were talking about fruits. Why were we talking about fruits? I don't know. I think I was telling you the best fruit. Mm. Uh, so we're just going to draft our the best fruits. We're, we're going to have each have three picks. We're going to flip a coin. Well, we don't have a coin. What do we have? What is that? A sticky notepad. <laughs> the blank side is going to be heads. Okay. And uh, the side that has the post-it 
um, emblem on it is going to be tails. Okay. And we're just, uh, you want to call it? Yeah, three rounds. Uh, we're going to draft the best fruits. Uh, leave us recommendations on what else we should draft. We're just yeah. going to draft random things just to yes. kind of, you know, just, I don't know, have a little fun with it. Uh, I'm going to say tails. Tails never fails. So flip that thing. I don't remember which one's which. Is no. it tails? Indeed. Shoot, I was actually hoping you would have the first pick. Indeed. Uh, with my first pick, I think I'm just going to, I'm going to go safe. I'm going to go Apple. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to go Apple with and my first good. pick. I think there's nothing better than a good crunchy apple. There's only one good kind of apple and it's honey crisp. Honey crisp. See, I don't get I don't get into all the different versions of the apples. It's probably the only apple that you ever like because if you didn't, if the apple you had was not a honey crisp, you would not like it. Because no other apples are crisp like a honey crisp apple. I don't think that's true. I think I think that's something that you made up. But honey crisp apples are crisp all the time. Okay. And other ones are crisp like when they're just really fresh. That's the thing with the apple. I think it's got really, really you know, it's reliable. Because you know it's it's when you think fruit, that's like the first thing that comes to your head. Apple is apple. I think that's that's like it's like the 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 John Doe of 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 like. So that makes no sense. What the heck is yeah? Because I don't uh, even know what John Doe is. Well, it's like just like the the baseline fruit. I think it's a safe pick. It's got high upside. I think you know if you get a nice crunchy apple, oh, there's nothing better. The problem is the floor is if it's a soft apple and it doesn't have yeah. that crunch. Yeah. That I don't know. That that can affect that for sure. So for me, I'm gonna go Apple. I'm not gonna say which version Apple, Granny Smith, are we, Honey Crisp. Is, is this like our favorite fruits or are we just drafting good fruits? Just like, like draft a good team of solid fruits. Oh, I gotta okay. Like you don't have to combine it. Like we're not making a smoothie or anything. We're not making a fruit salad. No, we're not making a fruit salad, yummy, yummy. We're just <laughs> okay. we're just drafting. So my first pick is Apple Joe. What's what's your first pick? Um my first pick is going to be honeydew melon excuse me honeydew 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 melon melon. that's your first pick i have found a love for melon really that's the green one right yeah it's the green one Uh, okay man is it ever good i i actually agree with you i i would have never thought about that really yeah it's great i got nothing to say (laughs) what is like it tastes like candy i do like Uh, yeah me me and my wife had a date night the other night we had bought like four different kinds of we bought we had a uh, pineapple, I think. I don't know. We had cantaloupe. We had a bunch of other fruits. So we had, but we had strawberries. It was one of them. Okay. Mm. So I had a few strawberries. I was like, these are okay. Good yeah. strawberries. So then I had a melon. I'm like, strawberries are bitter garbage. <laughs> garbage. Get this out of my this. face. Compared to a melon. Melon is always sweet. It's not bitter. Yeah. Sweet. And it's, it has a lot of vitamin C apparently. Mm. And. Um, it's pretty much just water. So I feel like that. That's another thing, though, is it's either really sweet and nice and tastes like candy, or it just tastes like absolutely nothing. And that's okay. And that's that's okay. Because a strawberry is. Why like, are we roasting strawberries, man? We have nobody's even picked them yet. Okay, you can. What's your second pick? Okay, I have. I just want to also say I'm not prepared at all. You have stuff written down. I have nothing. Okay. Um. So I'm just literally going by the by the seam of my pants at this point. Seat of my pants. <laughs> I think it's seat of my pants by the seam of your trousers your bitches yeah I'm, I'm just i'm just just doing it uh so i think with my second pick i'm gonna go i don't know i think i'm just gonna go with another another old reliable i'm not gonna go too crazy i think you went a little wild with your pick you went with like a with like a with like a, a project pick sort of like a you know like the dog excuse me goodness like the dolphins like the, sure yeah like the dolphins um i'm gonna go with banana 
Banana with my second pick. I think banana can be perfect one day, yeah. but the day before it's garbage. The day after is garbage. Well, that's one true. good day that's the, you can eat a banana. That's a, that's a scary part of a banana. Although I'm I, not saying it's always like that. I don't but, think that green bananas are all that bad. No. I think in the grand scheme of things, like uh, the the lower part, like the 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 wor- the worst version of fruits. I think banana has the the best worst version. Like there's nothing wrong. Like it doesn't taste as good, but it's not it's not disgusting. Okay. Like I'd rather have like a like a non ripe banana than than like a it tastes like nothing freaking honeydew melon i get that you know what i'm saying okay but bananas are great you can i don't know the text this is like a texture like no other fruit what other fruit has that texture <laughs> you man? mean mush yeah it's like mush what's better than that okay and literally anybody can eat it a baby anything yeah you're right it, I, it is a good baby baby snack my niece likes to <laughs> see or she did at least i don't know anything about her now it's good enough for babies it's good enough for me so i got apple and <laughs> banana what's your pick with the um, second pick my number two pick okay is mango 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 a fresh mango and here's why okay i love this yes explain to me why it is the most refreshing um fruit Mm. on the market okay at my old job um it was uh i worked at a mexican superstore 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 it's a a store it's a mexican store (laughs) anyways they had a lot of fruit and stuff and vegetables that they sold and um i uh sometimes on my breaks we would we'd be like moving we'd be, move all the produce and stuff into the cooler and out of it whatever, but we'd like have breaks as you do as you do at workplaces. Yeah, and uh, we would just get a mango right out of the thing and get a knife and just eat a mango, a big juicy juicy mango. Oh, this is making me uncomfortable. Right out of right out of the bin, just sit there outside, just <laughs> oh, peel a mango. Dude, just yeah. you looked at me to ASMR at for you. No, I actually am inco- uncomfortable already. It was really good mango and it tastes good in smoothies and uh, pina coladas <laughs> no i'm thinking about pineapple yeah sorry <laughs> but but it would taste good in the pina i'm colada. sure it would taste great in a pina colada for yeah. sure uh so let's see that's my number two well you're going a little off the board like i just i feel like i went kind of boring with my first two picks apple and banana yeah but what's your next one gonna be orange <laughs> listen you man dummy no i'm not i'm gonna stay away from orange orange uh too much work to get to an orange I hate it when, you know, sometimes the peel is stuck on there really hard. I don't really want to get into that. I literally, I have nothing. I'm I'm thinking, I'm spitballing right now. I'm stalling, trying okay. to come up with my third fruit here. I think that I'm going to go with pineapple. It is a good fruit. Number Pine- three pick. I think yeah. that's a steal. I yeah. can't believe that's still on the board. Wow. It is still on the board. Pineapple is delicious. Yeah, you're right. It is. It is. I think it honestly is the most delicious of the fruits. It is really good. Come to think um, of it, it but should it's have also, maybe been my first pick. It's also a factor of getting it. If you if it's if it's too if it's not ripe enough, mm. uh, then it's like and it's like really acidic. Or is it the exact opposite? No, I think the more ripe it is, the less acidic and the the better, the sweeter it tastes. Mm. And I like that. I like a good pineapple. <laughs> Nothing wrong with a good pineapple. I will eat pineapple till my mouth falls off because it, it's really bad. I, th- I appreciate you hyping up my draft pick. This is nice. Yeah, sorry. I, I like that. It's it's not only is it delicious. It looks scary when it's before you cut it. It's like what is this thing? Um, you could you could be a weapon. Um, it, you know, it's a little pokey. <laughs> it's, okay. It's. Uh, I just think pineapple's great. Uh, okay. I think that's a solid. I wonder who people listening to this podcast if this is doing anything for them this no draft. i don't know but it's gonna be fine that's good this, fine. this is just for us yeah you know yeah. who's your third pick uh my third final, pick final pick 
you took pineapple from me. Really? Was you that, really that was, did. That was you really of, did. That was yeah. one of yours. That yeah. really was. I'm glad. I'm Because, yeah, you really hyped it up. I feel like you had a bunch of things you wanted to say about pineapple, and then you just said them when I picked yeah. it. So, yeah. Um, I win. I win the draft. You're going to keep this. Oh, wow. Here's a, here's the thing. Another thing. Okay, I'm gonna just going to say it. And I feel like with fruit, I'm very picky with how it is. You know, <laughs> For sure. bananas, bananas have to be at the perfect ripeness. They got to be freckled. Apples got to be crunchy. Say freckled? Okay. Yeah. Banana has to be freckled. Like there's got to be freckles on it's gotta it? It's got to be sun-kissed, baby. Sun-kissed. You know, when you when the sun comes out, your freckles come out. That's what it's got to be. <laughs> it's got to be like that. You know, an albino uh, banana. My number three pick is a good, juicy, crunchy watermelon. Whoa. Like a nice, solid watermelon. Nice. I forgot about watermelon. Yeah, Shoot. Dude. That's a good, yeah, that's yeah. a decent pick. Like when you get, you don't want that mushy, weird texture no. uh, in a watermelon. You want a good, crunchy one. And dude, it's summertime. Okay. You got, you're outside having a, a family gathering, doing whatever. <laughs> and there's just slices of of, oh, man. of of watermelon there. And you're just going to town. Oh, man. <laughs> You can actually eat watermelon very fast. I remember that about you, right? Uh, probably. Yeah. Well, I think almost anybody can eat watermelon fast. It's like a very easy thing to eat fast. You just yeah. like just slurp it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I get that. Goodness. But that's my number three. I love that. So let's recap. Who were your three picks? My first pick, honeydew melon. I feel like you could have waited till three. That would have been still on, been on the board. You didn't have to do, do it with yeah, the first pick. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> um, I was, yeah. Second pick is mango. Third pick, uh, watermelon. Watermelon. Accidentally, I uh, was about to say what I wrote down, which is not watermelon. What is that? What I was going to say cantaloupe, but then I changed my mind. Oh, that would have been watermelon. a good one as well. It's very good. Melons, dude. You I'm telling I you, melons, melons are the best fruit. Yeah, you kind of went hands down. You went with a melon-heavy draft. I did. I was I was almost tempted to do honeydew, uh, cantaloupe, watermelon. Wow, that would have been just an all-melon draft. <laughs> yeah. That would have been like the Carolina Panthers picking all defense last year. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> And I went, I went kind of chalk. I went apple, I went banana, and then I went pineapple. I feel like that's a solid, you could make a, you could, I, I forgot to mention apple, apple pie. Goodness gracious. Oh yeah. What other fruit has a pie that good? I don't, banana. Banana pie is really good. Yeah. But you never heard of a pineapple pie. You never heard of a honeydew melon pie. You ever heard of a pen, pen pineapple, apple pen? <laughs> Pancake pie, yeah. right? A panke pen, pie. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I hope you guys enjoyed that. I don't know. I don't know, really know what that segment was. I don't know where we're going to go with it, but that's, you know, something new, something to kind of uh, stretch a different muscle than the football muscle. But I hope you guys enjoyed the episode. Let us know who you thought won the draft. Was it uh, me with my apple, banana, pineapple, or was it Joe with his melons and whatever else he had? Okay. Um, thank you guys for tuning in. Joe, you got anything else to say before we wrap up the show? Melon melon gang. Melon power. <laughs> right. Uh, very good. Uh, make sure you guys tune in every week for new episodes. This uh, Every Tuesday. We're doing Tuesdays now. Um, make sure you guys follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore average Joe show. Uh, been a lot more active on Twitter than Instagram lately. So make sure you go over there. Go over to my Twitter. Um, and yeah, I think that, that, that pretty much wraps it up. I think we'll, we'll, yeah, you know what? I think we'll see you guys on the next one. <laughs>